0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, whose scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. The Labor Department says employers added 216,000 jobs in December. In its monthly report, the agency says the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7 percent. President Biden will deliver a speech today near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. It's his first campaign speech of this election year. As NPR's Tamara Keith reports, he's expected to call out former President Donald Trump as a threat to American democracy and values.
1: The location in Pennsylvania brings revolutionary war symbolism to a speech in which, according to a senior Biden advisor, the president will argue that democracy is on the ballot in 2024 and where voters will have to answer whether they believe democracy is still a sacred cause of the nation. This is the eve of the anniversary of the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. And the advisor says Biden will describe what happened that day as political violence, violence Trump has been unwilling to condemn. The former president has said that if he is elected, he would pardon rioters who have been convicted for their actions on that day. Tamara Keith, NPR News, the White House.
0: The Pentagon says an uncrewed surface vessel blew up in the Red Sea yesterday. It was a few miles from U.S. Navy and commercial vessels. This comes after numerous attacks by Houthi rebels in Yemen on shipping in the region. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder says the security situation in the Red Sea is growing worse. Uh,
2: this is a issue that affects the entire international community. Uh, the economic impact, never mind the dangerous, unlawful behavior, uh, is something that we're all taking seriously and that requires collective action.
0: Yesterday, the United States and other nations warned the Yemeni rebels they face potential military action. For the second time in two weeks, stormy weather and higher sea levels will bring the largest waves in years to the California shoreline. From member station KQED, Ezra David Romero reports, forecasters are predicting waves of up to 20 feet high. The National Weather Service
2: has warned about hazardous waves and beach conditions going into Saturday along the California coast. The waves follow a storm pushing in from the Gulf of Alaska. San Francisco-based pro surfer Bianca Valenti says the extra-large waves are a way for her to test her craft. I'm hoping for 30 to 40-foot waves, and I'm hoping to sit in a critical spot and go huge. But the waves could greatly alter the coastline, washing away sand, leaving beaches narrow and causing cliffs to erode. The National Weather Service is encouraging beachgoers to reconsider their visits and to exercise extra caution while in the vicinity of extremely powerful waves. For NPR News, I'm Ezra David Romero in San Francisco.
0: On Wall Street in pre-market trading, stock futures are lower. This is NPR. New York City officials are suing 17 bus companies that are allegedly transporting tens of thousands of migrants to the region. New York City Mayor Eric Adams claims that Texas Governor Greg Abbott is busing the migrants to shift the costs of their care to cities outside Texas. The mayor described the Texas governor's actions as, quote, "...evil." Abbott says Adams' lawsuit is baseless and that the New York City mayor doesn't know anything about constitutional law and rights. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is acknowledging he has a, quote, working assumption that his country will see a general election in the second half of this year. As Willem Marks reports, Sunak's opponents are raising fresh criticism.
3: The Prime Minister is ultimately the person with control of Britain's electoral timetable, but must announce a national vote within five years of the most recent one. Sunak's the third Conservative leader to govern from Downing Street since the last election in 2019, when Boris Johnson won a landslide victory focused on Brexit. Sunak now trails his main rival, Labour leader Keir Starmer, in national polls. Starmer said this week that the Prime Minister is staying in the role, quote, dithering and delaying, despite demands for change. The UK's economy has been a particularly thorny problem, with high inflation, stagnant growth and rising inequality angering voters who've seen few recent improvements in Britain's beleaguered public services. For NPR News, I'm Villa Marks in London.
0: South African athlete Oscar Pistorius has been paroled from prison. He killed his girlfriend more than a decade ago. Pistorius is a double amputee who competed in the Olympics. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News.